Jillian reached for the door to room 309, then stopped. She slid her palm down her face. It's going to be fine. It has to be. Taking a deep breath, she turned the knob and stepped toward the steel-framed bed. Hi, Mom, she said softly. Hello, Jilly love. Sarah Stewart reached up and gave Jillian's hand a feeble squeeze. Her wrinkled face and smiling eyes seemed at odds with the white and anonymous hospital bed linens. The frail legs that could no longer move were tucked neatly under the blanket. Without relinquishing her mother's fingers, Jillian reached for a nearby chair and drew it close. When she settled upon it, silence grew between them and became entwined like their hands. Finally, Sarah spoke. Ah, Jilly, no matter what happens, everything'll be all right. Caressing the soft skin of her mother's wrist, Jillian replied in cheerful tones, Of course it will. Sarah grinned and raised a brow. Fine, you caught me. Jillian gave a wry smile. I never could hide things from you. No, my girl, and that's just as it should be. Sarah reached over and tucked an errant strand of dark hair behind Jillian's ear. Have you been to your father's house yet? I stayed in it last night. It seems smaller than I'd remembered. His things, his clothes, the teapot, his books, they're all there. She shook her head. I couldn't sleep in his room. The bed was neat, perfectly made, like most of the house, waiting, almost, as if he were coming home. She brushed her thumb over her mother's knuckles. The only place not spick and span was your old study. The door was stuck shut at first and the rooms coated in dust. I doubt he'd been in there for years. Sarah's gaze slid away and she picked at a loose thread on the sheet. I'm sorry, Jillian said and bit her lip. Her mother squared her shoulders. Don't apologize, lass. It's fine. She took a breath, then began again. You never really got to know your father, and I wish it were otherwise. Maybe that's why he left Yaz's house, because he wished it too. Jillian gave a half-hearted shrug. Colin Stewart was a distant memory, and that was all he deserved. But her mother. They'd shared love and dreams. For all Jillian's twenty-five years, she'd felt safely anchored. No matter what happened, her mother had always been able to pull her back to calm waters and comfort. Now her anchor was disintegrating. Her mother tugged at her fingers. Your father's heart attack, the house, me, everything at once, my girl, I know. But chin up, sometimes we must leave things to fate. Then fate's a jackass. Jillian leaned forward to fuss with a wool blanket, smoothing it over her mother's motionless legs. The flights from their longtime home in San Francisco had been uneventful, and then the train ride from Glasgow breathtaking, with the mountains curving up around them and the locks shining in the sun. The raw beauty of Scotland still made her shiver in joy, even after nineteen years away, and had let her forget for a short while the reason she was back, her father's death. But they'd been only a few miles from Fort Nevis when her mother's face had pinched into frightened lines. Jelly, she'd whispered. I can't move my feet. Toes, feet, knees, thighs, days and myriad tests later, the paralysis continued its slither up her mother's body. Acute idiopathic progressive neuropathy, the doctors said, which really meant they knew zip. 
not what was causing it, nor how to treat it. Her mother had refused to be moved to a hospital in Glasgow or London, muttering something about having traveled far enough already. Jillian had fought with her about that to no avail. What would happen when the paralysis reached her mother's heart, her lungs, her brain? She'd begged the doctors for answers, for a cure. She'd searched the internet and contacted specialists far away. None of the treatments had helped. At last the hospital staff had told them both to prepare for the worst, to find a way to make peace with that. But now neither of them could talk about it. Jillian straightened in her chair. Are you sleeping well? Thanks to some help. Sarah nodded toward the empty pill cup on the bedside table. Otherwise I'm awake all night and dozing the day away. Blasted time change still has me off. How about you?'